Welcome along to another edition of the CB Cast. I'm James O'Shea, and very special guest joining me on this episode, one of the wonderful members here at CB, Riley Powell. How are you? Well, thanks, James. How about yourself? Yeah, excellent. Now, how long have you been a member here at CB? Uh, just since the beginning of the year. I think I started late January. Yeah. Okay, so now also you do fight uh, Muay Thai, so uh, tell us a bit about that, yeah, what you so do there. I've been fighting Muay Thai for just under two years now, um, and I sort of started that down the road at Team Napui. Um, I'd been doing martial arts prior to that um, and just sort of wanted that final sort of test um, to see how far I could go with it. I never originally thought I was going to be a fighter, but got into it, um, and then coming out of that, uh, I realised I needed to sort of really up my fitness game in order to sort of make that work. Okay, so why did you choose CB then? So is that is that where CB came into it? With what you mentioned there before, you thought to take that next step, you need to get that extra level of fitness? Yeah, um, I think the original, like the, the main reason I chose CB specifically was I just had a couple of friends that were training here and they just loved it. Um, and so I came along to a couple of Saturdays um, and sort of fell in love with like the Saturday team training yep, days. Yep. So a big part of it was how fun it was, was why I chose it originally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what, once you got into it and started doing to the level that you're doing now, what was the main thing that you found that helped you personally, particularly with the, with the Muay Thai? I think the, the, the cardiovascular endurance side of it um, really started to, to show. Um, I was doing this at the 5 a.m. in the morning and then backing up and doing Muay Thai in the afternoon. And I realised like I could focus so much more on technique um, and what I was doing because I wasn't getting tired nearly as quickly um, when I started doing this. Like endurance really started to to come through after a, like a month or so of training at CB. Mm. And did you really notice it? I guess in those key moments in fights when you're under pressure, because anyone who knows anything about fighting, whether it's Muay Thai, boxing, any form of martial, any form of combat sport, it's a tough, tough place. There's nowhere to hide. And when it gets really, really tough, you find out who the fittest really are. Yeah, um, it, it, particularly in, in the way I have fought, it's been really noticeable. Um, I've sort of gone into a lot of my um, previous sort of amateur fights with the mentality of I'm fitter than this guy. I can just keep forward pressure and wear him down um, from that regard. Um, so that's sort of that's often covered up um, like a lot of sort of other holes in my game was just having that fitness advantage and being able to just push the envelope as far as like if they're going to get tired I'm going to win sort of thing. So how has working with the guys here at CB specifically helped that? So I mean can you pinpoint anything exactly so that that's improved your fitness or that's that's enabled you to like you mentioned there before to, to work on other parts of your fight game because you know fitness wise I'm, I'm good. Yeah um I think, I think the the specifically like what what's worked here, um, and what these guys have helped with is like you, you've removed the knowledge that you would have to acquire yourself from it. Like the there's with the way the programming is here now, you've completely outsourced it. So I don't have to think about um, day to day what I'm doing, how I'm mixing it up. Um, like you know, am I getting enough sort of strength training? Am I doing a metcon? Am I doing that? I just turn up and do it, <laughs> and it works. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty simple sort yeah. of thing is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so that means you have a lot of faith in the programming that they offer here. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, the um, the programming is fantastic and um, I think that's one of the, the main points that I really enjoy. The the um, the only way the programming doesn't complement is that I'm constantly going into calorie deficits to weight cut. So I think like strength-wise it's sort of 
plateaus <laughs> a bit there. But um, otherwise, like even just the weekly breakdown is just great. Like you sort of know, you know, come Wednesday we'll sort of be doing something like this and Friday we'll be doing this sort of thing. Um, and so, yeah, it's a, it, it takes a lot of that stress out of having to go online or, or reinvent the wheel with, with what you're trying to do and then work that in with your other training. And combining the two, you mentioned it's it's a big workload. So to train for Muay Thai, you've got your specific skills that exist there. Yeah. Your fitness and other level, as you talk about strength and stuff, essentially I suppose your conditioning is done here. It must be tough. Yeah, it, it, it can be a hard slog. Um, there is There is times where you sort of wake up some mornings um, and, and, you know, everything's a bit sore. And um, I think that that's that's sort of where like the, the bit of the community here sort of shines through like you are sort of turn up to see your mates and stuff in the morning because it's a 5am thing too and like we've just come we're sort of at the back end of winter now and that doesn't help anything <laughs> um so like i think you know we're all only human and nobody likes being in this shed at 5am when it's like <laughs> six I degrees can, yeah, yeah no I, I can uh from experience i can say yeah i, I don't think you're not lying in that regard yeah but and I mean, the, the, I guess the only other, the only advantage I have in that regard is like when you've got a fight coming up, it's like, well, I could sleep in, but you know, this is a pretty big date on the calendar. So, yeah. That's does that does that help as well for you for for motivation? So, I'll say I can say one thing I like about CB is we work in these twelve week blocks, so you sort of you know you're building towards something. So your fight schedule wouldn't necessarily always fit around obviously those 12 week blocks that they have here at CB so you might know I've got to fight in 3 weeks 4 weeks 10 weeks you know whatever notice you've got or whatever preparation you have so do you have to tailor your preparations to fit or does it all just sort of work for you it's sort of um, I think the, the the problem with the fight game is you never really know like it's never ideal you never really know when things are going to happen and like you're going to have um you know a date and then someone's going to pull out um through injury or you think oh, okay like we i only just recently had something like this where it's like okay we're not we're not going to fight now for about three months um and then the coach comes you know this is a few weeks ago and so i've sort of said to my dietitian you know we can we can up the calories um, and, and, and I can actually get some, some really good strength games out of this next 12-week block and then the coaches come and then my fight coaches come along and, oh, we're going to fight down in Sydney in, in four weeks and I was sort of like <laughs> So it's, that's a bit all over the place. But yeah. I, think, I think when it comes to like the morning CB sessions, it's more overarching. It's more like your sort of whole life approach. So in a certain sense, as much as I do it to be better at fighting, I think you also have to think, well, if I drop, you know, like it's, it might not, you, you might not be getting your strength gains in this sort of short term, but as long as you're always working towards something, you know, this yeah. is something that you could definitely do for the rest of your life and still get a lot of enjoyment and gain out of it. So with the Muay Thai, so you mentioned you've been, how long have you been involved in it now, sorry? Uh, it's coming up to two years two now. Two years, yeah. okay. So yeah, so tell us a bit about your career, so how, how it's, how it's travelling along at this stage. Uh, so I've just come off, I've had, um, I had, five amateur fights i've just come off the back of my first pro fight yep. um so that was a loss um not the best performance but it's just something to bounce back from uh, but at this point like i probably had a, a more active sort of career than than what a lot of people have in that short amount of time um and that's just mm. because you know when i started i was sort of pushing 30 and thought the window of opportunity is here now and you know, while the coach was throwing opportunities my way, I thought I'd take them yep. um, yep. as well I can. But yeah, so um, I never th really thought 
when I started martial arts sort of seven years ago that I'd ever be a fighter. Um, and then it's just been recently that it sort of come up and he said, oh, do you want to do a novice fight? I'll have a move around and actually really liked it and just sort of got bitten by the bug from there. <laughs> so stepping up to go pro, how much of a change was that? Uh, that was a big change. That was sort of, that was something that we noticed um, like on the night in the first exchange. I was like, ooh, this is a big <laughs> step up. Uh, that was because, yeah, as mentioned, this last fight didn't really go my way. There was, um, um, it was more competitive. Um, I'd say that the advantages that I had in previous fights that really shone through were just the level of where you need to be for this mm. one. Um, so we've mentioned sort of fitness. Um, I think like speed and skill, it was a big step up. Um, so you've got to take that for what it is. Um, and sort of think, well, they're the, they're the areas that you've got to work on from here. Yeah. yeah. And if people don't understand, the step up from amateurs to pro in, in Muay Thai, I mean, it's, I'm not going to say it's the, the different sports, but they nearly are. Yeah, to, I think... With different rules and what do you go, full elbows, all that sort of stuff, certain yeah. things that aren't necessarily there in the amateurs. Yeah, so, so like the, the way it sort of generally breaks down is you're... In, in, in your amateurs, you'll still have elbows but you'll have padded elbows so so it'll be they talk like there's levels of padded or there's levels of working your way into it so your first your very first fight your novice fight usually you'll have shin guards on um they probably won't even include elbows or knees to the head in the rule set by the time you're getting onto your first amateur show um you'll let go the shin guards you'll have elbow pads but there'll be sort of three two minute rounds um and you'll be working in the full rule set when you get to pro, they're removing the elbow pads. You've got longer rounds, um, and you're you're fighting someone that's definitely been through it all before. It's sort of like it's not your first rodeo. It's not theirs. <laughs> um, you, you're fighting people that are pretty keen by that stage. So your fights, so as a pro, what are they? If people don't understand, how many how many how many rounds? How long? Uh, so this last fight was three three minute rounds. Yep. Um, so it's sort of nine minutes doesn't sound like a really long time. It it can feel like a very long time, but yeah. That's one of the things I think um, people don't... I won't say they don't understand, but you, as you said, you say it like that. Imagine you walked into the gym and said, oh, this workout's nine minutes. You'd be like, sweet, that's, yeah. th- that sounds great. But if you've ever been between the ropes of any combat sports, three minutes is a lifetime. Particularly when it's not going your way. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I talked to you about before. When you're under pressure, things aren't going your way, and you've got to grit the teeth and bite down on the mouth guard and dig in is that's one of the key things I'm, I'm sure you're talking about from a conditioning point of view. Even if things aren't going your way, if, if you feel, well, I'm fit enough, I've got that endurance, you know, I've got that mental toughness that you've gained through the, what you've done here and training here, that mu- that, that's got to be a big help to you, both medic- mentally and physically. Yeah, I, th- I think um, it definitely is. It's, it's one of those things where there's always going to be a workout within the variety of what we do at CB that there's going to be stuff that you really like like I like I you know I'm a cardio guy like I like metcons and things like that yep. but then there's going to be like certain days where you turn up and you're sort of you're two thirds of the way through it and you're like oh, this is not my thing this one you know like I don't I, I think like I, I got introduced yeah, I find that with most of them yeah, yeah. Like I, I think I got introduced to, to the concept of clusters the other day yeah they're a fun and thing. I was like this is the worst thing <laughs> in the world I thought I was the only one that thought that, so I'm yeah. glad to hear that, actually. So I, I think it's a similar feel. Like, when, when things aren't going your way, it's kind of like when you're two-thirds of a way through a clusters workout, and you just, like, and you look up at that clock, and you're like, I thought we were so much further through this. 
that's what it's like. <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty good. I think that's a pretty good way to put it because I think that's why I said there is no lonelier place than being in a in a ring as a suit or an octagon or whatever it may be. And you think I've been in here for a long time and. When she there's got to be that thirty second bell somewhere yeah, soon. It's that, a you, long you, way away. Like, where's that clap? Because there's a clapper when you've got ten seconds yep. left, and you sort of there's there's there is a point. In, you you shouldn't do it. Like mentally, you should never be at that place. But there's certain times where you're like, Jesus, it feels like a really long round. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, you go and see the timekeeper in between rounds. So are you sure you got this right? So yes, yeah, so, I mean it, it's 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 an it's an incredible sport that that you're involved in. So what, what's your What's your goal, or what, you know, what, what's the target for you with with your with your career in Muay Thai? You mentioned at first you never thought you'd be a fighter. Uh, you said that you think the window of opportunity is getting narrower, and it's now or never. But what do you have a goal with it, or something that you aspire to? I think that was, I, that, and this is something I've sort of talked about with mates recently when they're sort of like, how how much longer are you going to sort of be involved in this to do this? Because I've kind of, I've sort of exceeded all of my goals. So now I'm at that bonus point where it's sort of like I thought. Oh, you know, I've, I've been involved in martial arts for a while now. We'll get, you know, maybe an amateur fight done and, and see how that goes and so I can sort tick of tick it off the, off the list. And so at this point, it's just one at a time. And I I, I know that there's there's certain friends I've got where, like, they're going to be, uh, you know, they're, they're, they've just signed with other managers and they're, they're moving, they're, their goal is to be in the UFC and, yep. and do things like that. I've sort of never had that as far as my own personal goals. It's always been like... Well, how good can I be now? Like, what can I do in the next twelve weeks? What can I do in the next fight and see how that goes? And then we'll, we'll if another one comes up, another one comes up. Yeah, well, and I was thinking about this. It's kind of ironic, isn't it? So you remember here at CB, which is down here at Water Street, and the gym that uh, that you train, Team Napu, is just down the road. Yeah, it's all and and because I only live, I, I, it's a bit of a running joke that I could I could run to training. I Do never, you? I, no, I never have. <laughs> <laughs> Not so once. Maybe we can tick that off. <laughs> How far is the oh hang on? How far is the run? Uh, get here, where am I? I'm on roughly. I'm, I'm, on, I'm just like near the corner of West and Drayton. So if you cut across the train line, it's like it, it would be under it would be under like 500 meters, I reckon. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> but no desire to run here. Nah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> that's wrong. Maybe it's more of a K. I don't know. I, we'll work it out one day. Yeah, you should have said, oh, no, it's 10Ks. It's too far. I'd be yes. worn out by the time I got here. So, Or is it not far enough? I mean, I don't know if I get out of bed for anything under three. <laughs> <laughs> team Napui, tell me about the, your involvement with the team there and, and, and how that helps you along the way. And that's obviously who you fight with and who you fight under. Yeah, so that's... that's um, so I started training there. I remember um, I, I was sort of... I was at a bit of a crossroads. I, I just sort of finished up at a um, karate club and, and I was sort of thinking, where do I want to go from here? Um, and the reason I picked Muay Thai was it was sort of the one that scared me. Um, like I'd done sort of some Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and all these other things. And I was just sort of, I was kind of looking around at it. There's a few really good Muay Thai clubs in town. And um, I just got on the phone to a friend who was training um, MMA. And I said, do you still like it down there at Team Napu? And he's like, yeah, I love it. Well, we'll meet there at 5.30. I'll introduce you to the coach. Um, and that's when I met Phil and just sort of took me under his wing and went from there. It just sort of, yeah, it was, it was a really different experience to have that really hands-on coaching um, from that regard and have someone that it was sort of, it did become more like a mentor figure um, rather than just a member of a class. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's very worldly, Mr. Renata. He's done plenty of things. He's been around the block a few times. He understands the fight game. He, he, understand, he understands... You know the the rough side of life. He understands how to come through that as well. So I mean that that must be a big help to you as well. 
Yeah, th- th- and there, there's definitely been lots of times where it's sort of, it. Um, I mean, Phil's always saying to me, it's you know, it's not all about the fighting and 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 things like that, you know, and bettering yourself and and things like that. And he is the sort of the kind of coach that that gives you the pep talk that you need sometimes, whether you're about to jump in the ring or not. So, yeah. <laughs> So when you combine that with what the values are and you mentioned the community that exists here through CB, it's probably a pretty good mix for you. Yeah, I think so. I think it's sort of, um, it's definitely evolved my perspective on things and, and changed sort of how I, how I sort of see training and, and how I train in a lot of ways, yeah. Mm. So even if you aren't fighting and when, when, that, when that day comes and you decide you've had enough of that, you still see yourself, you'll be a member here and you'll always train here. Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think this is this is something where it, if you're if you're training for another sport, it's fantastic. But I think that it's just one of those things where um, it's just great to do. I think that you, everybody should have something like this club in their life that gives them that holistic approach to health, um, and that they can just do um, at the level that they want to do it at for the rest of their lives. And a lot of that has to do with those that are in charge here at CB so they're the many great coaches so it's their influence that's I'm sure had a great impact on why that's how you feel about the place mm. yeah I, I, I think that I think that's definitely where it starts is like they're a small sort of team of people um, and you you can really tell I think I talked about just sort of like outsourcing the information before it's like I don't need to sort of think too much but you can really tell like this is like their lives here like this is what yep. they do they live and breathe not just fitness but that holistic health and well-being like that whole package like it's it, you know as much as it's about physical fitness there's that that social and communal health and um you know um and there's there's avenues to explore like what are you eating you know what do you, what's your lifestyle um they they're doing um i think there's a sunday awakening this sunday so it's like looking more at the sort of the the esoteric side of things as well like they're really looking at everything from all angles yeah no certainly i suppose that's why as you said it's that holistic approach that's for sure so so what um what's your schedule here at the gym so what classes or what times when when will people see you in here doing your thing i i like to get in at the 5 a.m yep. um just because that really suits my schedule to get up early and, and sort of they haven't seen me at the 5 a.m this week but they will see me next week <laughs> i think there's probably a pretty good reason you're not here this week surely you've just come off a fight you've got to have some sort of downtime yeah Sure. Yes, absolutely. There, there, there's a few <laughs> things that needed to mend before I was getting in, but I'll be back Monday, so you can hold me to that one. All yeah. right, so you're back, and you enjoy that. that that's your routine, so you, you, you love that that class. I mean, there's a number of different ones that are on offer here at CB different times, but for you, it's at 5 a.m., first thing in the morning, rain, hail, shine, winter, summer, spring, doesn't really matter. Yeah, I, I, I've said it to friends in the past, and I, and I guess someone will hold me to it one day, but I think even if I wasn't training Muay Thai in the afternoons, I would still do the 5 a.m., because it's still like a really positive way to just sort of you know you um turn up have a have a training session you know i sort of i i hang around like a bad smell and have a coffee at the end of it and you know or two and then i go to work um but yeah i think i'll always do that i think that's that's my my rhythm now that i'll stick to yeah, all right. So we look forward to seeing you in the morning classes. Look forward to seeing you back in, in uh, Muay Thai. Now we're going to learn more about you. There's a few questions that we have here. First thing that comes to your mind, okay? So I don't know if you've ever listened to any oh, of our other podcasts, so you might know some <laughs> of them, but I've got them written down here because I can't. I, I did it last week with Aiden Menkins, actually, I couldn't remember half of them. So, all right, so you ready? So just simple question. There's no right or wrong answer. Um, first thing that comes to your mind, right? Yep. 
If you could be an animal, what would it be and why? I answered this in my... I can't give that answer on the podcast. I think that I would be some sort of animal that could fly. Why? Uh, just because flying would be cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> so a bird or a... What else could fly? Something, a bat? Yeah, let's, we'll go, we'll go Butterfly. one fly. Like an albatross. An albatross. You know, get, get to all the continents. They're not, they're not aesthetically pleasing, but they can go places. <laughs> right, so you're an albatross. That's your final answer, is it? After that, we'll go al- with that one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're an albatross because you can fly and get to. Would you say all the... All the I think they're intercontinental. They can go a lot of places. Right, <laughs> albatross. Favourite movie quote? Have you got a favourite movie quote? Oh, so many. <laughs> what did we just... I think I just watched Top Gun, so you can be my wingman. That's what, we'll throw that one out there. Nice. I'm sure that'll come be be appropriate in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> what TV sitcom family or what TV sitcom would you be a member of? I think if I wasn't training, it would be How I Met Your Mother because they're always at the pub. <laughs> if you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things would you want with you? Now, I've asked this question. A few people have taken a bit of liberty with this question. It can be people, objects, some people have been quite creative with some of their answers to this, but that's the question. If you were stranded on a tropical island, what two things do you want with you? Ooh. Like a Contiki... Is a Contiki bar... Like is it like a little bar, like in like a Cambodian sort of beach hut. Is right. that one thing? Can would that be a thing? Sure. Okay. <laughs> so the, the beach hut... Right. ...and the seaplane. Okay. I like it. As I said, that's one of the best ones I've had, so... <laughs> The Kentucky Bar and the yeah, Seaplane. Like, you know, like you know, we're thinking like that little sort of like the thatched roof. Yeah. Like, you know, they're 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 whipping up the margs for you, and and you're sort of sitting on the beach, and and um, when that gets old, which it probably won't, there's the Seaplane. I like it. That's one of the best answers I've had to this question. More serious note: What advice have you got in your life so far that's been the most rewarding? Um, I think. It's it's sort of two sayings, and it's it's like probably from the fighting, and it's it's just something that has been drilled into me. Uh, keep it simple, high stupid. work. Yeah, keep it simple, stupid. <laughs> that is, that's I was gonna. I was, um, Sorry. Ke- ke- keep it simple. Keep it simple, stupid. Just stay simple, and and high work rate. If you do those two things, it doesn't matter what's happening. Just just simplify what you're doing, and then do a lot of it, and it'll work out somehow. Keep it simple and, and yeah, work rate. I like it. Okay, now, chocolate or caramel? Is it salted caramel? <laughs> if it's salted caramel, <laughs> it's caramel. I don't, what is, I don't know. But if it's not salted caramel, just chocolate. It's I don't like, know what it is about this question. I had no dramas or no side question to the last two people I've interviewed with this. So yourself and Matty Leake, the new coach, said the same thing. Oh, in what context? I said, what do you mean? <laughs> well, is it ice cream or is, is it chocolate or is it... Is you it know? Ben and Jerry's? Like... <laughs> So what did you say? If it's salted, it's caramel. If it's salted caramel, like a salted caramel is, is, is it's, it's the king. But after that, I think I'd just like, I'm probably more of a chocolate lover than a, oh. than a, than a caramel lover. Okay, guy. well, I'll, so I'm taking the salted out of it. So you're chocolate. Yeah. Right on. But if it's salted, <laughs> it's, it's caramel. Well, you don't do salted chocolate anyway, do you? No. I, not that I know of. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so you're a 50-50 there. <laughs> Besides a weight cut, what annoys you? So what annoys you? Ooh. Uh, I don't know. Come on, there's got to be something. Something that really annoys things. me. What annoys you? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want the spot? 
<laughs> on the spot. chocolate or caramel, you come up with a hundred answers, and now what annoys you? And you got nothing for me. No, um, uh, I can't remember the last time. I, I'm actually, this is probably a better question for my mates. They'd be like, "This is going to annoy him." Um, <laughs> What's your pet hate then? Pet hates or annoying? It's got to be something. I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying not to upset anyone. Um, <laughs> what are you going to say in person? What a noise are you going to say in person, AV? I'll tell you what. I'll come back to it. Think about it. Describe your teens in one word. My teens in one word. One word. Nerdy. <laughs> what motivates you? Uh, I don't know. It's just, it's just in me. I just do it. Yeah. Yeah. What's your you know, actually, no, yeah. age, getting old, that's what motivates me. Window, the time frame. The time is now. Yeah. What does your office or workspace look like? Are you neat and tidy? Are you not? What's your work or workspace or office look like? Ah, it's pretty neat and tidy. I'm in inventory management, so it's mm. all, like, itemised. It's, yeah. Itemised? It's good. It's, um, everything's got a stock code. Everything's lined up. That's, that's right. it. That's what I've got. <laughs> All right. Come, a couple about CB. So, and without using their actual words, describe you and your version. Describe CB in three words. Three words. For your CB. three words. Uh, I'm gonna throw a tranquil in there. Tranquil. Tranquil. It's one. Uh, expansive. Expansive. That's two. One more. Um, energetic. Energetic. Mm. I like that. You should. They should pick up on those. That's good. What's your favourite exercise or workout and why? You might have answered this a little bit earlier, but what's your favourite style of well, training, I suppose? Well, you know what? I'm missing the burpees over bar and the thrusters. Um, Serious? Benny Moore is looking at me right now, and we, we renamed it. It, was, it wasn't burpees over bar. It was bobs and thrusties. And there was... <laughs> we haven't done bobs. We haven't had a bobs and thrusties day in a while. <laughs> he says no yeah, you, you, I tell you what I know what you're getting first day back <laughs> and then you say everyone say everyone in the class can blame you so yeah. because obviously you're not going to be doing it solo that's just going to be a complete workout of that is that your favourite why I don't know I, I, I remember doing that one and it was sort of one of those ones where it's just you, you're drawn out to the max but you get to that place where it's sort of like you're you're almost at like that kind of satisfied level of fatigue you sort of I don't know <laughs> I don't know if anyone else gets that. <laughs> <laughs> and last question, you probably talked on it a little bit earlier, but just um, why do you choose to train at CB? Um, I think it's just, it's like home now. It's just like, it's like uh, being so strict, I can't go to the pub, so I go to CB and drink coffee and work out. <laughs> I'm going to come back to it. What annoys you? Have you thought about it? What annoys me? Uh, repetitive questions about what annoys me. <laughs> <laughs> I was just see you reading my mind. I was going to say that. <laughs> so it annoys you as repetitive question. All right, well, I'm not going to. Well, I'm not going to ask you that anymore. Then fine. Um, thanks for joining us on the CB Cast. Really appreciate you sharing your story. I think it's a great one for people to listen to. Um, we look forward to seeing you in the classes, five a.m. and uh, and good luck with the, the future with the Muay Thai. Ah, thank you very much.